0: It's just more love. It's not like choosing one or the other. It's adding. How can that be wrong if children just see more love in their household? How can you think like we're bad parents when we're literally just doing what's best for us? Because what's best for us is going to make us better parents for our children.
1: Welcome back to Open Late. I'm your host, Jessica Spandiari, and this is a Soul Fire production. This week, we are diving back in with Mel J. AJ, as you just heard and we recorded an episode that we shared last week. It's number 38. If you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you check it out. You can do it right after this one. Um, But this week, we're going to talk more about what it's like to raise children in a polyamorous household and so much more. I won't keep you any longer. Please enjoy the episode. I want to bring it back to you guys have children. Mm-hmm. And this is like a question that I get a lot having just talked about for the first time a few months ago, how Pasha and I are starting the process. Like we want to start a family finally. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, we're going to do what we're doing now and probably have way less time. So we'll probably never have time to date other people for the first couple yeah. of years because we'll be way <laughs> too tired, I guess. But But Lauren is, you know, very much in, in our lives and, um, similar to your dynamic, it's, it shifts a little bit. We go in waves, but, um, so for those of you listening who might not know, uh, Lauren and Pasha had like a very hot and sexy romantic connection that very quickly became the three of us. And then they fizzled out into not really fizzled out. They became much more of a friendship, like brother, sister relationship really, really close dynamic in that way. And they're best friends. Um, and sometimes the three of us are romantic, Mm -hmm. but it's rare. It's more like she and I have our thing Mm -hmm. and I can see her being in our lives that way forever. And I wouldn't hide that from my children. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, we never really know until we're like in it and you're present in the moment, but I imagine that that's how we'll do life as we have kids. How do you guys do this?
0: Yeah. This is probably like the, it is the most frequently asked question that I get on TikTok and Instagram, um, is like, how do you guys do this with kids? And have you talked to your kids about it yet? And if you haven't, how are you going to talk to them about it? Um, so we have not talked to our children about it yet. We have not like had a sit down conversation with them yet. Um, right now they know Jackie as a really good friend of mom and dad's and they're really, really used to her. Um, it really, I yeah, we
2: don't I, make it weird. So we it's don't.
0: Not weird. It, it, I feel like things are only weird if you make it weird. And ever since we moved to, to California, we've had friends stay over. Like most weekends, we had a couple of our friends live with us for a couple months. Like we have people in and out. Um, so like having you know a friend spend the night wasn't really weird to them. Um, and we the way like I look at it is like we're prepping them and we're kind of like prepping their minds to have this conversation because I want to have the conversation. We actually talked about it recently, like sooner rather than later, because we also, you know, we see us moving in or Jackie moving in sooner rather than later as well. Um and I I want my children, I want our children to really trust us and know that they can come to us with anything. And I don't want it to seem like we were hiding anything from them. Like I really just want them to be able to like mentally like understand it, you know? Um, And so we've been really just open with them, with the books that we're reading to them, with the way that we talk to them about relationships. And um, our oldest even asked us like a couple months ago, he was like, if, what if, he asked like, what if mommy or daddy gets a crush on someone else? You know, what, what would happen? And we were like, well, That could definitely happen. And I think that mommy and daddy would just talk about it and figure out how we can make something work because we both want each other to be really happy. And if something else is going to make one of us really happy, we would talk about how we can make that work in our life. And so like, just, okay. Yeah. He's like, okay. (laughs) Like, so just really and like, you know, when I asked them, um, you know, if they talk about stuff from school or like, boy, you know, girls at school, I'm like, do you have any crushes on like any boys or girls? you know, it's just a a normal, like, I don't want them to ever think like that's weird or that's not normal. Like, you know, and I read them books about, you know, with children's books that have two moms, two, two moms and, you know, people that are co-parenting, like there's tons of books out there like that, that really show them, you know, how different families can look and how, like, no matter what, there's so much love. And that's also what people don't, really get because on social media, I mean, I I post, you know, a TikTok every day and people have no idea what's actually going on in my life and they think that they do, right? So so often I'll get comments, you know, about if I post a TikTok of me and Jackie or whatever that is, I'll get comments saying that, you know, we're ruining my kids' lives and we're putting the kids last and these poor kids need to be adopted to a family that actually cares for them and loves them. And in my mind, I'm like, I've seen so many perfect families with a mom and a dad, you know, two and a half kids in a white picket fence that have, you know, it all going on from the outside, but they're fucking miserable. Like the parents don't even like each other. They hate, but they talk shit about their husbands behind their backs. They talk shit about their wives behind their backs. They're constantly trying to find a business trip to go on. So they get away from their family. Like that to me is really fucking sad like that yeah. to me there's a problem there here i'm like i'm in love with my husband my husband is my best fucking friend in the universe and our children see that like our children have to come up to us to get us to like pry each other off of each other cuz like we just are all over each other all the time and like i want them to see that i want them to know like you don't ever have to settle for a love that's like not like this you know like you should feel like this about your partner And if it's more than one person that you get to feel like this about, that's fucking amazing. Why would I want to take that away from you? Right? Why would anyone want to take that away from anyone? And like, people don't get like, you're adding this person to your family and all it's doing is bringing more love and more support and more community and more help into your household. Right? Like now, like Wilder and Jackie do art together. And like, you know, discover new music together. And she, like, they have sleepovers at her house and she's watched them here Will me and AJ go out. Like, you know, and like, that's how it is. It's just more love. It's not like choosing one or the other, it's adding. And it's just like, how can that be wrong if children just see more love in, the, like, yeah. in their household, right? Like that to me is just like, how can you think I'm a bad, like we're bad parents when we're literally just doing what's best for us because what's best for us is going to make us better parents for our children,
1: you know? Totally. Wow. I mean, I'm not a parent yet, but everything that you're sh- sharing and saying is giving me so much hope for like how to do this and knowing that there are other moms and dads like we're doing it this way and the resources of like having the right books. And mm. um, yeah, because in, in my mind, I think that we will, it's almost like, where you are, it's like a conversation's going to happen, but they're already living it because it's never been hidden from them. Yeah. And they're growing up with, with this sort of dynamic already, which I think is so beautiful. And, you know, like the hate that comes on the internet because like, I've gotten a taste of it myself. It's like, people are so afraid, I think, because well, they have all of these, you know, fears and, kind of like taboos and sexual shame that everybody's grappling with on their own. But for most people, their only introduction or their only experiences with like non-monogamy are infidelity. Mm -hmm. And so because like we didn't grow up with like healthy examples of non-monogamy, people talking about it, like parents who were open, like even just being, you know, bi or being queer, like, do you like, mm-hmm. you know, are there any crushes on boys or girls? Like, I think that's so healthy and positive, but we didn't have it. And certainly the people, especially like, you know, a lot of the kind of bullying and like hate that I think that you get and that I get come a lot of times from like the religious crowd. Oh, yeah. There's so much fear and shame. Like, I grew up Catholic, and you know, the first couple of people that I told in my family were like terrified for me that I was like being manipulated and duped into this relationship, which I'm like, I I was kind of the driver of it also. (laughs) Because it was me being like, wow, I've really been attracted to women my whole life. We have so many similarities. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, And I really want to explore it. And, you know, Pasha was also really into the idea of exploring it very early on. Um, But I think that he and you, AJ, have a lot in common where he's like, um relationship wise he's always been or maybe not cuz you said you've evolved he's always been like i don't really want to have like a relationship that i that's like deeply emotional with anybody else except for you until lauren came along and and like now they share that but again what i think i'm getting at is there's so many ways to do non monogamy but the fear that comes in it's because people see infidelity, cheating and things like that blow relationships up. Yeah. And this is so different. This could not be more different yeah. than kind of cheating on your partner because I I get that a lot too. It's like, oh, it's, you know, what you're just cheating on your partner, you're calling it something different. It's literally <laughs>
0: it's like, the opposite <laughs> of what it is. Like this requires so much openness, so much honesty, so much trust, so much vulnerability. And yeah,
2: like you can still cheat in this in this kind of dynamic. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Yeah. It's hard
2: operating in gray areas sometimes. So like, yeah, you can still, you can still do like a lot of hurt and a lot of wrong. That's
0: the thing is like, people think like you, you, the same things can't happen. Like I had someone comment saying, um, just wait till like you guys all get an STD and like STDs are so much more common in relationships like this. And I'm like, do you, do you think that all polyamorous people are out like sleeping with 20 people a week and like, just it's a free for all. And it's just, you know, orgies and sex parties every night. Like, no, you can actually be in committed relationships and still be poly. Right. And like it, and you can catch an STD in a monogamous relationship too, from like cheating on your partner and fucking lying about it. Like, you know, it's just like things like that, where I'm like, why do you think that this only happens in, in poly relationships? You know?
1: Yeah. It's bizarre. It's It's wild. And it's really just all born out of like, you know, not having any education around it and like Mm -hmm. fear, fear, fear. I get the question about like STDs a lot. And sometimes not even the question, like you're saying, it's just like the spewing of like, oh, you're going to. And it's so interesting because I always like kind of, kind of just like turn around and, and ask, like when you're dating and you're single, And you are hooking up with other people, sometimes two people at the same time, different nights, like, are you not getting regularly tested? Because if anything, like this has made our sexual hygiene better than it was, at least I'm sure for my husband, I wasn't having a ton of sex before we were married because my, the relationships that I was in were monogamous Mm -hmm. and like, and I was, you know, cheated on in, in two of them, but it was you know, for me, I had my liberation because of this. He Mm -hmm. was very sexually active before me. And it's like, I guarantee that I polyamorous people or non-monogamous people probably get tested way more for the amount of sex that they're having than people who are just dating and like monogamous. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. You know, there's so many more people to consider because you care about them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like what I always say to people. It's like, well, we all care about each other, so we're going to be really good about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I want to talk just a little bit about TikTok before we wrap this up, because you, know, you hopped on there and you're kind of putting out amazing content, educating people about your relationship and just sharing your story, which again is so valuable because it's showing people another way. Um, I guess like what, how has that changed you guys' dynamic, if, if at all, and, um, where do you see it going? Like, what's the intention behind it? Um, you know, as someone who's like having a podcast weekly now about this topic, which I never thought I would speak about publicly in a million years. Um, yeah. Like what's this, what's this journey for you?
0: I'm still kind of figuring that out. Um, I came into it from a really good place, I think, because when I started my TikTok, I had been off of social media for a while because my Instagram and Facebook got hacked, so everything just got deleted, and I I didn't have Instagram or Facebook or any social media for a couple months, and it was over the holidays, and it was really nice. Um, and during that time, I. You know, a lot of things changed within, you know our relationship and mine and Jackie's relationship and the the three of us, the real the dynamic between the three of us. and, um, you know, my my family all knew at that point too. and i I knew that like i I didn't have to I no longer had to be on social media for work. So I was like, I can finally just have fun with social media and be exactly who I am and start fresh and like be me and like talk about anything that I want to talk about. Like, I don't want to fucking talk about macros and like weight loss and hormones anymore. Like I want to fucking talk about sex and being poly and being bi and like coming out later in life and like all these things. Cause like that changes you too. Like things about me have changed since coming out. Like I was really confused when I first came out. I was like questioning myself hardcore. My style changed. Like my you know the way that i viewed the world changed and so it it can be really scary so i think i just wanted to like put myself out there to be like yo like this is what i'm doing and um like i just i it's so much easier for me because i there's no like there's no end game to it yet like i'm not trying to get anything from anyone i'm literally just sharing i'm having fun i'm being creative and i'm being authentic and so I think like if something does come like organically from that, then that's really cool. And I'm definitely open to possibilities. Like we've even said like how cool it would be to have a podcast one day or even like have retreats, like couples retreats, you know, and, um, and like, just, we really want to start talking about this more and, um, making it, I hate to say like making, making Polly more mainstream, but, um, just like talking, not so yeah, not so taboo, you know, because I truly think like, this is the future of relationships, you know, like monogamy is so, I, I mean, if you're monogamous, I have no, like I have nothing against monogamous people. If you like, if you're monogamous, like everyone that I know is monogamous, right. I know like a couple other poly people, but 99% of the people that I know are monogamous and I love them. There's nothing wrong with it. But I truly think with like the younger generation and like, People are just questioning things a lot more. People are going against the status quo. People are like, wait, why am I doing this? Like, I don't have to anymore. Like, things are different. And I truly think, like, this is just going to be much more, you know, acceptable in a way and more Mm -hmm. mainstream than it ever has. And I just really want to let people know that you're not alone. And, you know, a relationship and a family can literally look however the fuck you want it to as long as you're happy and healthy and safe and like everyone's needs are getting met and everyone is consenting, like more power to you, you know? And I, if I, like, I, I tell AJ all the time, like, if I can get like one, one person that is like, you've helped me, you know, make sense of what's going on in my brain. Like that is so or fucking like, have worth a conversation it. With or something yeah. Maybe, like you know, I was able to find, like, I've had people tell me that they were, like since finding my TikTok, she finally understands her sexuality. And like, she's like, it was such a pivotal moment in my life, like from watching a fucking TikTok, you know, like that is the power that you can have for someone. So I don't fucking care if like, you know, it's mostly straight men that can't get a woman or religious, overly religious people who give me shit. But I'm like, I don't fucking care if like one person comes onto my TikTok and they're like, this is me. This is who I have like wanted to be, but I couldn't figure my shit out for the longest time. Oh my God, it makes sense. I've done my, like, that's cool. I've done my job. Everyone else can leave hate comments, but like, I just need one person to be like, you've helped me so much. And like, that's it. So I just want people to fucking talk about it more.
1: (laughs) My loves. I don't know if you know this, but I am currently in Iceland and i'm having the most amazing trip with lauren and my best friend nicole and i had zero trouble sleeping when i got here believe it or not which jet lag is a real thing and it has crushed me on you know trips that i've taken in the past and if you've listened to last week's episode you heard my announcement about my collaboration with cured nutrition, so I have been using Zen to sleep with for the last month, and I wanted to make sure it was something that I loved absolutely loved before I brought it to you and no joke it's it's the real deal it's the tits. I haven't slept this good in a couple of years. I started having trouble sleeping you know about two years ago, and I was taking different things like melatonin and magnesium and you know, drinking like nighttime tea to get to bed and nothing was really doing it for me. Nothing was sticking, nothing was consistent or I would fall asleep, but then I couldn't stay asleep. So I, it's funny because I almost didn't have enough cured nutrition to get me through this trip. And I made sure that I ordered it and Pasha is actually bringing it to me. So when we meet in Berlin next week, I'm going to have more of it because otherwise I would have ran out And that would have been a tragedy, Um, but I'm joking, but I'm kind of not because I've been sleeping in some, you know, like little hostel guest house type of vibes at some of the places in Iceland. It's been super remote and beautiful. And we've just been kind of driving around the country. And I promise you, if I didn't have this product, I probably wouldn't have been sleeping so great so definitely check it out they have a bunch of other things as well they have this amazing solve that i tried for the first time the other day which has really high quality cbd and from all of the hiking and (laughs) adventure trekking and kayaking around glaciers that we've been doing it has definitely helped relax and soothe my muscles Um, so I'm definitely a fan of that now as well. And if you want 20% off of your order, just go to the link in the show notes or use the code open late. I love you all. Hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It's like, there's a lot that comes with it, but you know, helping people at the end of the day is so worth whatever kind of like spew comes in. And just to know that like we, you and I, and the, I mean, the three of us, Jackie, Lauren, whoever else it is, this mm-hmm. little like poly community of content creators. I just um, recorded an episode. It's funny. I said you guys are the first couple that I've talked to, but I like totally just realized that I recorded <laughs> yesterday with another couple. But I was really? thinking, well, who who are we going to air first? That'll be the first couple that everybody will hear. Um But uh, this couple, they have a podcast, Normalizing Non-Monogamy. I don't know if you've listened to that podcast, Emma and Finn, but they're amazing. And they have been doing this a long time. And it's really for them about creating community and showing people a new way. And so I just like shout out to them and to you for doing this from a place of like, I'm just going to do this for myself for the first time ever because I can. And I have no restrictions in how I'm going to express myself. But the byproduct of that, to be able to help so many people so quickly, right? I mean, technology is amazing. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, You know, when used (laughs) as a tool for good, it can be so, so powerful and so... Yeah, I love it. Like keep keep creating and thank you. I mean your I videos are great. The three thank of you, you are really funny. <laughs> and you can totally tell that you, AJ and Jackie, are like besties, which I love. <laughs> thank um, you. <laughs> it's so, so similar to our dynamic. Um oh, so yeah, there's that. just so much mirroring there. Cool. Now, I I think I know the answer to this, but I'm trying to think like people listening who have no experience with polyamory, right? Like the questions that they probably have sometimes being in this, I think for like eight years, longer, Mm -hmm. nine years, it's Mm -hmm. like, I think everything's so normal. Um, but what if like you, you know, AJ started to have another relationship also would you would then kind of have that fourth person in your life as well and kind of keep the construct of which I love the the kitchen table polyamory just side note I recorded also yesterday with the funny dom we did a Q&A session I had him on the episode aired this week and we were talking about kitchen table polyamory and birthday party polyamory which is like the stepping stone so kitchen table can feel really intense for some people okay. especially if you're if you're dating multiple people and you kind of have these like bilateral relationships to the idea of all of your partners being at a dinner might feel really intense and not where people want to go. And Mm -hmm. they don't have to, right? If They don't want Mm -hmm. to. So he's like birthday party polyamory is like when you might have like a party with like 30 people at it. And there's like three or four of them or five of them that are like partners of yours or partners of a partner, and they can all be at the same party. But you know, it's not like the six of you having dinner. Having a sit down. (laughs) This is like amazing. I love that we have terms for all of this. That's so funny. Um, I've never heard of that. (laughs) Yeah, me either. I was like, okay, great. I'm like writing that down. Maybe I'll put it in the open late dictionary. (laughs) Um, but so I guess like to back up, my question is, are you actively? seeking out other partners? Are you still dating Mel? Are you still dating other people outside of like AJ and Jackie? Or is it something like you don't have the time for? Can we give me a little bit of like the dynamic and the mechanics of it now that you've kind of gotten your footing in a really strong foundation in this beautiful, like polyamorous way that's like not a triad. You have your own relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, so like what's next or is this simmering and everybody's like really good here?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not dating. I'm not dating anyone else. I just have AJ and Jackie. Um, and I am a mom of two, so I don't have that much other time or energy. I also need to like take care of myself. So I don't have any time or energy to put into anyone else, um, at the time being, but I'm, I feel really lucky and really grateful and really happy and really fulfilled with, my relationships with both of them and the dynamic that we have like the three of us i think it's really special um and it just feels like we've added another person to our family which feels really cool um aj is definitely dating currently um and i i would love for him to find a girlfriend that i could be friends with and we could just gush over aj together and be kitchen table poly (laughs) together and just i mean yeah i think it'd be so fun so he's looking
1: (laughs) yeah okay amazing we are so same same like we live (laughs) the same life i'm like just find somebody that loves you like as much as i do because (laughs) it's it's so beautiful to see your partner fall in love and to witness someone else love the person that you love so deeply um like that is my main goal is like that people could see that and understand mm-hmm. yeah. it. Yeah. Cuz it's so pure. Um so special. okay cool. Yeah. 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 So that's so, where yeah. we're at right now. That's <laughs> amazing. You know, something that I think people listening are probably wondering, it's what was the process of like coming out to your family? Oof.
0: <laughs> that, that was process a-, <laughs> is a strong word. Yeah. Um it was Coming out to my family was not, it did not go the way that it was supposed to go. Um, I was actually not planning on coming out to my parents um, until this year, actually until like 2022, because I was going to see my mom, like she was going to come visit again. And I was like, you know what, let me get through the rest of 2021. Like I, you know, I'm finally figuring shit out with myself and my partners and like, let me just, let me take a, take a breather. And, um, my mom came to visit last August. And it's so funny that you said like birthday, birthday party, polyamory, because we had a birthday party and like all of our friends were there. (laughs) So I was like, it's not going to be weird if Jackie comes because my mom doesn't know any of my friends here and it'll be fine. And like, you know, she, Jackie's just a friend and Jack, she'll just be taking pictures. And it's my mom's not going to think anything of it but my mom is a straight up witch like i swear my mom is a witch and as soon as she came in she like knew something was up you know and there's like 30 fucking people at this party and my mom just like i feel like she just knew something was up and so she didn't say anything she was acting off and the next day um in the morning i didn't hear this but um our littlest wilder it was like 7:30 in the morning and wilder's like is jackie here and my mom was like that's weird like why would jackie be here And so then later that day, I'm out, like me and AJ are out. I get a call from my sister and I had already come out to my sister. Just like I, you know, I called her and told her and, you know, she was not telling anyone, obviously, but she's like, just so you know, mom just called me and she's wondering about you and Jackie. She's really confused because I guess Jackie FaceTimed you and mom, your iPad was in mom's room and the picture came up and it was you guys kissing. And mom is really confused. So I am freaking out because my mom is literally at my house waiting. Like I'm out with AJ and the kids. My mom is at my house. We're supposed to have like people come over for dinner that night. And I'm, I just start bawling. Like we're in line at the grocery store and I just, I get so sick. I feel like I'm going to throw up because I'm like, what, like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I, I don't know what to say to her. So we come inside and right away, my mom's like, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay, well, let's talk about it now. And she's like, no, we'll do it later. And I was like, no, I'd rather talk about it now. Like, let's just get it over with. And so we go outside and I tell AJ, I'm like, you need to come with me. Like, come with me. (laughs) So AJ comes with me. And my mom. My mom is, my mom is so confused because in her mind, she's like, are is aj cheating is mel like is melanie cheating like and she's ooh. like is are you dating jackie yeah she's like are you dating, are jackie? You dating jackie are like, aj are you gay? Are you, no, gay are you gay are you dating men like she was just really confused so i uh, and she's like someone better tell me what the fuck is going on blah blah and so i was like okay mom you want to know what's going on i'm bisexual me and aj are in an open relationship and i'm in love with a woman that's what's going on like i literally just was like like here you, you, now, you know, everything. You deal with it. Yeah. Like it's off <laughs> yeah. my chest. It Now you have it. And she was just like, she didn't know how to, how to react. Right. And then I'm just bawling because I'm like, I didn't want to come out like that. Like that was, it was not how I had it planned. And she was mad at me because I had hit it from her. And, but in my mind, I'm like coming out is such a personal thing. And like, I should be able to choose how I come out when I come out, who I come out to and mm-hmm. so it was just this whole big thing. And so that was the first time that my mom met Jackie or anyone from my family met Jackie. But fast forward to like just a couple of weeks ago, my mom was back in town. That was her third time meeting Jackie. And like the three of us hung out. We went to dinner together. Like my mom, my family doesn't, they, they understand me being bisexual. They're like, we totally get that. Like you're bisexual. They just don't get the poly thing. They don't understand like how or why we do what we do, but they've noticed like both AJ's parents have come here. My parents, my family's come here and they see like how well we are and how well we function and like how actually like good and solid AJ and I are. So they're kind of like, okay, like I've seen it. I don't know. Like, I don't get it, but I see that it works for you guys and we, we support it. You know, we don't understand it, but we support it. And that's really how like most of our family's been, but yeah. Coming out was, and then it was so funny. Like, so I, I came out very surprised, surprisingly and like kind of traumatically. And then, um, like the next, in like the next day I was like, okay guys, we're all going to make a pact. We're all going to come out together <laughs> to, to our parents. Cause I hadn't come out to my dad yet. So my mom's like, I don't want to hide this from your dad. So you should call your dad and tell him. So I was like, okay, AJ, you're going to call your parents, Jackie, you're going to come out to your parents and we're all going to do it. And then we're going to meet up tonight and we're going to just like support each other and cuddle. So we did. We like, they. I, I called my dad. I came out to him. Jackie came out to her parents and AJ told his parents what was up. And we all just like met up that night and we're just like, okay, now we can chill. It's <laughs> all in the open. And that was just like such a fucking relief for me. Cause I'm like, fuck, I can finally just like be who I am and talk about my, my girlfriend and my husband. And like, this is amazing, you know? So I think it all happened at the right time, but it was, it was a little traumatic. It was, I
2: don't (laughs) think it was too crazy though, considering like we're both the black sheep of our families. And like, you know, there was one point where we had to be like, Hey, uh, you know, that girl I met a month ago, well, you know, we're gonna have a baby now. So (laughs) we kind of like keep coming in with shocking things to tell our families. So it, it probably wasn't too far off.
0: Yeah, they're probably just like, eh, like what,
2: whatever. What are you gonna say now? <laughs>
1: yeah, you know <laughs> that is that is so 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 same in my life. I, I like to call it. Um, I like once I started doing a lot of plant medicine work, I started calling myself the psychedelic sheep of my family. Nice. But same thing, like I, I moved to Vegas, yeah, when I was like 22 years old, and then moved to California, and like you know, I'm the hippie one. I'm the one who's like never done anything you know, the way that By the book. I guess you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, you know, from the East coast. So it's like my family very similarly They're they, they love me. They're supportive. They don't quite understand. Um, but they're also great. You know, anytime they visit, my dad was actually just here, my dad and my brother. And, um, yeah, my brother actually met Lauren for the first time. So that was nice. And actually last, some like the end of last summer, maybe it was like September, October. We had a big barbecue. My dad was in town, Lauren's dad, and Pasha's dad all at the same time. Well, Pasha's dad lives here. Uh-huh. Um, but to have that was like so special. Oh. <laughs> like all of our dads at the same, you know, barbecue that makes me um, so happy. in our backyard. It was really great. Oh. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. more love.
1: <laughs> yeah. More more love. Family is so interesting. I was terrified of telling my family, I think because I didn't want to hurt anybody. Like Mm -hmm. I I figured, of course, they're going to feel ashamed of me in some way. This is going to be hard for them to, even with the podcast, I was like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. like all my parents' friends are probably going to listen to this and people who love me and support me, but that are going to then probably talk to my parents about the stuff that I'm talking about online. And that's never really, if it's happening, I don't know about it. And my yeah. parents, like, they like, they're just like, if you're happy, I'm happy. Like, yeah. I literally don't care, don't understand. But like, you know, if you, they, they don't need to. They don't really need to. And they see, they see, like, like you said, how well everything functions in our lives and how happy we are and how alive we are all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. what more do you want for your kids? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they're like, as long
0: as you guys are happy, the kids are safe, the kids are happy, like that's what we care about. And like, that's the case. So we're all Gucci.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I love the idea of like doing, you know, retreats or something. So maybe we have like a collab in our future. I would love that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, or even just, you You were saying you don't know many poly people. And it's funny, having been in this world for as long as we have, we always were looking for a community, mm-hmm. like, especially when we we're kind of starting out, we we're like, it would be ideal if we could have other people or friends where it could be very like kitchen table, I guess. But it's like, we're all in this together. Maybe not everybody is dating. Yeah. But it's like, so you don't have to live this very separate shrouded life. Because for me, I was like, so secret about it. And Pasha's mm-hmm. like, no, let's like, find really cool. Like, if you want to date somebody, like, let's make sure they fit. And I was – started to be like the same way so that we could just meet more people who are like us Mm because I I do believe too it's the future of relationships. So um, now that I've been open and like out about it for several years, it's like even my friends who I never imagined like who were always monogamous are starting to be like, maybe I want to go to – are you going to go to any like – play parties anytime yeah. soon, which is not really my thing, but it's funny having the podcast I've done a couple more things than I think I would have otherwise uh-huh. um but they're like, what like maybe I could go or like maybe you know like yeah. maybe, maybe I could maybe you could tell me about this thing and maybe I'm interested and I'm like what you <laughs> but it's true people are inspired by it they see something different that works and that's really healthy yeah and it opens their mind to it so. I know that I'm thinking about like the things that I can create this summer and I'll keep you guys in the loop. Yeah. Um, yeah Cause we live so close. We, we thought about doing this in person for everyone next listening, time. but <laughs> next time. Yeah. We'll have to do it next time. Clearly. Cause I think that this is going to be <laughs> two episodes for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. I would I would um, love to, but yeah, definitely. I would love to meet up, uh, meet up in person sometime soon. I think that that would be amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I guess the last thing left is do you, Is there anything that we didn't talk about that you would want people listening to know about you two, about your lifestyle, um, about your learnings along the way? Like we covered a lot, but if there's anything we didn't, I want to give you the opportunity to share it.
0: I feel like I really got everything off my chest that I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, um, it's because it's really hard. Like part of TikTok is really hard because I hate TikTok stories and I'm not going to go on there and like talk uh, like and like try to defend myself. So that's Mm -hmm. like the hard part because I'm also not going to go through all my comments and like, you know, try to defend myself. So it's really hard to like talk about things in detail like this. So I'm really glad that we had this opportunity, you know, so even if a few people listen to this, they'll kind of understand um, a little bit more about like our story and it's a little bit deeper than just the videos, you know, 30 second, five second video clips that you see on TikTok. You can't really judge someone's life by that. Um, so yeah, I feel like really, really good about everything that I shared. I feel like I got a lot off my chest and, um, this was like super beneficial for, for us, I think too. So yeah. What about you, babe? Yeah. I
2: mean, just talking about this stuff is really important too. And I just think, The one thing that's got us through and like surprisingly is just like, we'll have really hard conversations. We'll have really hard times. And we always come out like stronger than we even thought was possible. So I just think it's really important that people have conversations, even if they are probably going to be a challenging one for you. It either means it's going to kill it or it's going to really grow, you know, what you guys have.
0: Yeah. And like, just for people to remember, like, you always have a choice, you know, and like, Mm. it's, like nothing that you're feeling or des- like nothing that you desire is weird or unusual. And like, you deserve to, to explore that and like, be like, it's okay to be curious and it's okay to follow that exploration and curiosity, you know, because I lived most of my life being so ashamed of everything that I desired about like me wanting to be with girls from an early, early age and knowing that. And, you know, even my sexual desires and my fantasies and my, like my fetishes and like my kinks, like I was, I lived half my, like most of my life up until a couple of years ago, being really fucking ashamed and embarrassed and never talking about what I actually wanted because I thought that people would think I was weird or slutty or whatever. And it's just, that's, that's not the case. It's actually like being more open about that has brought me like more happiness and love than ever, and is like just made me feel more myself than ever. So I just want people to remember that. Just like question things and follow your desires, and nothing that you ever want or desire is too much.
1: Mm. Wow. What a beautiful note to end on. I appreciate you both so, so much for coming on the show and sharing your story, the challenges, the beautiful like celebrations and everything in between. Um Please tell everyone the best places to find you on your socials that we've been talking a lot about. And of course, I will link these in the show notes. Um, but for people who love to hear it, uh, where is that? That be yours.
0: Yeah. So on TikTok, I, I am... <laughs> he's just the talent on my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok, I am Melanie underscore Morton underscore. And then my Instagram is Melanie with two E's Morton. So there's like no underscore, no nothing. Um, but yeah, I'm, okay. I'm mainly on TikTok though. That's where all the fun stuff is.
1: <laughs> amazing. Well, I will link those in the show notes. Definitely head over there, you guys, and give these two a follow. The mm-hmm. videos are amazing. They're super funny. And, yeah. um, it's always great to like bring light to the situation when you are educating. Cause you are doing that, even though it's like a lot of comedy and it's super Good fun <laughs> and you can tell that it's really for you. It comes from such an authentic place. So I highly, highly recommend it and reach out and share the love and tell Mel what an amazing job she's doing. Okay, lovers, that's been another juicy episode of Open Lake Podcast. I just wanted to take a moment to remind you all about the Open Lake Dictionary. It is an illustrated dictionary that we created for you so that you can know the difference between polyamory and polygamy. Um, so that you can know the actual description of what open relationships are, um, what non-monogamy really means. Um, And it's free. So go download your free copy right now. There's a link in the show notes. And as always, don't forget to review the show. It helps other people find it. And we're super grateful when you do. Um, Sharing this episode with someone that you think might find it interesting or helpful is much, much appreciated. And just, yeah. If you're feeling like reaching out and sharing your story with me on IG, I am the one in the DMs. So don't forget to follow us over there. I share a lot of really cool, fun, funny, educational content on Instagram and TikTok. So there's a link to both of those in the show notes as well so that you never miss out on any cool open late podcast stuff. I love you all. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week.